Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from Frankfurt Airport. Now I actually managed to live a year in Germany before I had to come down to the airport to pick someone up. But I guess if you don't come out by car or train then you're going to land here very often and for the middle of Frankfurt. Um, and so it's good to know a little bit about the airport. Now, the airport is split into two terminals. There's Terminal 1, Terminal 2. You'll find Star Alliance Airlines in Terminal 1 and the One World Airlines in Terminal 2. So if you come with British Airways, you'll land Terminal 2. Lufthansa takes up a good part of Terminal 1. And to make life slightly more difficult, there's a, uh, another terminal, if you like, called Frankfurt Harm, which is actually a completely different airport situated about two hours drive away. I found some peace and quiet to be able to talk about the um, airport itself. It's located on the west side of Frankfurt. That's Frankfurt International. <laughs> it's located on the west side. And um, the easiest way to get there if you're in the middle of the town is to um, jump on a train. The S8 will take you to the airport uh, fairly quickly. Um, there are other trains if you're coming from a bit further afield. Um, many intercities, actually, your intercity express trains stop at the airport. They have their own station there. So that's one way to get there. If you live nearby or you, you know, you've got... Like I do, you take the car and park there, and the parking charges are absolutely horrendous if you're there for just a short stay, um, picking someone up or for a couple of days. If you go away on holiday, they get more <laughs> acceptable, especially if you book a uh, parking space in advance, and then there's quite a good um, deal on them. Otherwise, um, there are taxis, of course. If you are in the middle of nowhere and need to get to the station, well, take a taxi. Uh, t certainly getting from the airport to anywhere, the easiest way is with the taxi. I think getting there, you better to book something, and then you have a... Very often you'll have a set price, and the taxi will pick you up at home, and that's the other way to get there. Um, the airport is split into, like I said, two terminals, and the terminals are linked with, by the, um, the, the skyline, which is a monorail that goes back and forth between the two. It's a um, very efficient way of doing things because you can get back and forth very easily, um, which wouldn't be so good if it was buses or things like that. And the monorail is, is such that you get in one side, get off the other side. It's all coordinated. There's people standing there telling you where to go, where not to go, not to take your trolleys on it, things like that. Now, at the moment, the uh, main story about the airport is actually that they want to expand, and this has been going on for years, that um, various local governments and parties and all sorts of campaign groups uh, wanted to want to stop it for whatever reason, the noise, the wildlife, all sorts of things. You do wonder, actually, <laughs> like um, sometimes we're on flights that uh, go out from the middle of nowhere. You don't have the plane at the um, at the terminal on uh, one of the fingers. You have to get on a bus, and the bus takes you out to the middle of nowhere. I mean, the, there's land out the back that goes onto a former Air Force space. And I do wonder why they didn't expand onto that, to be honest, and why they had to start cutting down trees to build a new runway and things like that. But... Um, that's um, the political side at the moment. Otherwise, I think if you Terminal 1 is fairly 
tightly built. If you go there on a busy day, there are crowds, there are queues. If you're waiting for someone, you're down underground almost, and it's warm and can get hot. And of course, the prices to drink anything out are horrendous. Not quite as horrendous as on some planes, but that you can quite happily pay four euros for coffee. And Terminal 2 is a bit different. The prices aren't much better, but the... Um, the terminal itself is much bigger it's been built much more spaciously and they're not really filled up and again I don't see the need for third terminal or anything but uh, there's plenty of space in terminal 2 but it is actually better if you're picking someone up there or if you're going on a flight there's much more space and there's also a viewers platform which you can go out onto and see the airfield and actually see the planes go past uh, a much easier way to do that if you don't want to spend a long time on the platform is to go to McDonald's because McDonald's in Terminal 2 has got a wonderful view out over the airfield you can watch the planes come into land and that's what I've done with Sarah that uh, before we went on the plane the first time we just went for lunch at McDonald's and watched the planes coming in and out uh, so that she could uh, see what was going on and we showed how the luggage went down the belts and all things like that um, apart from that Frankfurt is a very efficient airport and I have to give it that and it's convenient to get to from our area now Frankfurt Hahn like I said is way out it's about two hours drive and it was a former air force base again called Hahn and yeah it was somehow put into Frankfurt's area and it goes under the name of Frankfurt Hahn now of course this means that if you book a flight to, flight to Frankfurt you have to make sure that you are going to land at the right airport because one of the most common questions that I read online of people coming to Germany say, backpacking or anything is with a cheap flight with someone like Ryanair which lands out at Hahn, and you have to get the bus into Frankfurt or get to a train station, or I get questions like, what, um, what can I do near the airport for, for a day or so? Um, there are things you can do. You can go to places um, like Simon. You can go to places like Alf and Kochem, which I can definitely recommend doing. And the other place, if you want to go a bit further afield, is Oberwiesel, which has a very nice uh, youth hostel. And then you can take a trip on the Rhine. But you need to be mobile. This this is literally out in the middle of the country, so although there are buses to major towns and, of course, down to Frankfurt, you're not really so mobile out there as you are in the middle of Frankfurt. So you've got to know what you're doing. You can save quite a bit by flying from Hahn, but you've got to get there in the first place, and or you've got to get from there to somewhere else. So that needs to really be thought through if you're going to do that. Otherwise, if you land in Frankfurt for the first time and really haven't got a clue where to go or, or what to do, often we get the question, what can I do for a day? Um, the easiest thing to do, really, if you, if you don't know what you're going to do, is to get on the train, go the other way, back into Frankfurt, S8, get off at um, Hauptwache if you want to see the town and the old town, or Konstablerwache, we've talked about the trains before. If you're going on somewhere else, get off at Hauptbahnhof. A lot of people online seem to recommend going the other direction with the S8. They say go to Mainz. Mainz is a much nicer town. Well, I have to admit, Mainz can be a nice town to visit. I think if you're pressed for time, getting back from Frankfurt with a taxi is going to be very quick and not so expensive as getting in from Mainz. So I think a visit to Mainz has to be planned, and if you've got a few hours to spare, well, 
you need quite a few hours even to visit Frankfurt because to get back into the airport you need to check in they say two to three hours in advance at the moment on their homepage so if you've got a transit time of four to five hours it really doesn't mean going into Frankfurt because by the time you've got out the airport into Frankfurt back again you've lost your time you're not going to get to see much um, you're better off planning a day and then doing Frankfurt or Mainz in that day and then flying off again in the evening but um, that's really a thing that everybody has to decide for themselves whether they want to spend that transit time in the airport or not I have to admit the transit in the airport is not something I think um, I'd really fancy I mean I haven't done it myself yet I've done transit in other airports like Heathrow and it is sitting around or in Miami where literally there was nothing open, nothing to eat for, for about eight hours that's the sort of thing you don't want to have to happen I can't say much about Frankfurt in that respect um, there are small bars and things and, and sort of coffee places and snack places in the um, transit area near the gates so it is possible to get something most of the time I would say Well, that's all for this edition. I'm approaching my gate to fly to Madrid for the Great Madrid Escape this year. More about that on notefromspain.com, and I'll be back soon with another podcast. Until then, bye. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden, 61440, Oberorsel, Germany. To leave a message in the blog or to join the forum, please visit www.themondaypodcast.com.